This episode of Juggalo Judgment, I would like to personally apologize for any crunching sounds that you might hear throughout this, but I don't want to apologize for actually making them because I got a munch. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeeve. For some reason earlier uh, today, before we even started, uh, I had the I had a strong bad in my mind. <laughs> and That's weird, they came, that came up was, yesterday, too. Really? Yeah. I was, uh, and I was thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I was just like talking to myself and then calling you Dashmeev. <laughs> so I was spawn bad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> spawn bad on Dashmeev. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just that was something that, that came to mind. And there was a lot of stuff that came up yesterday because I was talking about, uh, I was thinking about like old books that I've read, like kids' books and stuff that. Mm-hmm have been turned into movies and are we talking about artemis fowl i was thinking about that but it was actually because i thought about the book the thief lord which is a book that i really liked whenever i was a kid and apparently it it was turned into a movie in 06 and i'm like oh i need to see it now i need to watch every one of these movies every one of these movies that came from a book and is probably terrible i need to see it i need to see it (laughs) i'm not aware of that one um how you doing dog <laughs> i am good. tired this this past week was rough at I work that. um you know we've, i've been working from home for four months now um again always thankful that i'm still working um i know there's still people who haven't been able to so this is not me complaining about working it's just it's it's different uh on another level whenever you know you're not actually around the people that you work directly with i've so. been back at work for two weeks and i'm already tired of it so oh yeah i would have been after one day um but uh yeah so uh as as we continue this again we're still uh we're still kind of doing the quarantining thing we're not uh recording in the same uh location as we as we normally would um yeah. but hey we're making this still happen uh, and so you know you we got the better audio now it is like seriously it's really sad that like while we can't do this in person um which which is delightful the fact that the audio quality has gone up incredibly high <laughs> with these last like what half dozen plus episodes now yeah however many something like that uh it's it's hey we take the good with the bad so it's, it's totally fine and uh we hope that you guys are still staying safe as always and take care uh, of yourselves and hopefully uh you're not going completely nuts yeah, uh, you know, in in this quarantine, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we intend to talk about, but this is a full album, so we're actually going to hold off for two more weeks to talk about that other stuff. So you just have to come back and listen to that. That is the cliffhanger that I'm leaving you with at the beginning of this episode because I'm a dick. <laughs> and now I'm going to cut this part out so Mike doesn't hear it, but I, in fact, only listened to the album that we're going to be covering immediately after this episode but 
we're not releasing it for another two weeks, but uh, I only listened to it like one time and took zero notes on it. Uh, and I don't feel bad about it. Uh, Shmeev, cut that out so Mike doesn't hear. And we're back. So um, what, are we, uh, what are we talking about today, Mike? We are talking about the first of two releases that came out basically at the same time. We are talking about... Bizarre. No. Oh. We, 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 we did them. We did oh. those already. Okay. Um, um, most tasteless? No, that was a while ago. Shit. There's something else that came out on the same day as something else, and I don't remember what it was. Was most tasteless a simultaneous release of something else? No, Freak Show. Shit. Freak Show. No, it's not that either. <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm, I'm well, so bad at this. Uh, well, Haunted and House of Leaves? I don't know what that is. Okay, well. Uh, we're talking about check your shit in, bitch. Yes. This is some psychopathic riders. Dumping. Dumping. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the third LP of the Psychopathic Riders... This was released, I believe, technically at the gathering uh, in 2004. It seems like most of the the writers' albums came out at a gathering or a specific uh, show. And the reason why I say that this was probably at the gathering is there was another uh, four-track limited EP that was released um, at the gathering. So it was basically at the same time. Of course. Um, And that was the only way to get that fucking CD. But we're not talking about that CD today. We're talking about the full LP this is the main thing that came out and was still able to be got for a while after this actually was one of the uh harder ones for me to attain for a while because um i remember whenever i was starting to get into the music um i had gotten three of the psychopathic writers albums all at the same time um this was not one of them it was their first two records and the one after this um and i think that it's because they were not doing good with Isham at the time, so they weren't selling <laughs> oh my God. this one. Within a uh, year. Within a year. <laughs> uh, two. two. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this was um, this one was one of the later ones that I ended up getting. Um, but yeah, so this, is, this one's interesting because um, after the last album had five members of Psychopathic Riders, we get two new ones. We do. On this one. We have uh, the new members, Converse, and uh, sawed off. And sawed off, which are Isham and ABK, respectively. And first off, uh, before we we actually jump into this, how many times ha- has has one Shmeev mentioned that? Wow, this ABK verse sounds like this is a Rida's verse. Several times. S- 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 several several dozen times. It seems L- like. like that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's finally made it. Always be careful has shown up on a ride as, <laughs> and I am looking forward to hearing from him. Careful spelled with a K like it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, this is, we're really at the point now where everybody on Psychopathic Records is a rider. That, that's, 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 that's how it is at this point. And yeah, does it work? I don't know. 
We'll, we'll jump in and we'll find out. We'll have to find out. We'll have to find out. But before we jump in to find out, there's something before. else we need to do, Mike. What's that that we gotta do? We got to crack open our Fagos. The Fagos? Which means you need to take a walk. I gotta take a walk real quick. Off of the ground. I gotta, I gotta get my shiz together. So this stupid bitch leaves oh, his fucking Fago in the fridge. So he doesn't even have it ready whenever it's time to record. And I can think of no one else on this show who has ever done that before. It's never happened before. I've certainly never done it. Not once in my entire fucking career as a juggalo judgmenter have I done such a fucking shitty thing. Holding up the entire show while you rummage around in your kitchen, walking back and forth. I gotta get a cup. I gotta get the bottle. I gotta open up the fridge. You gotta make sure it goes back in the fridge. It's gotta stay cold. This is important. Now here he comes, bebopping back up. Oh, fucking douchebag. <sighs> All right, I, hey, I am back. Welcome back. It's good to I, see you. I, I can't wait to hear everything that was said during my thing. absence. I stay completely a, silent whenever you're off. Uh, that is an actual mic. lie because I saw your mouth moving. <laughs> well, I can edit it out, and you won't know. That's not fun. What you got? Well, Mike, I have with me today, Mm -hmm. I woke up late, because I was up till like four in the morning. Fucking hell. Uh, And I listened to the album, and I took notes, and I had like 15 minutes left before I told you we were going (laughs) to record, so I was like, I'm going to walk down to the corner store. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that is exactly what you said. And I went down to that store. Mm -hmm. I bought myself... One of those ice cream Twixes. The left Twix. Uh, right Twix is better. Yeah, fuck off. Buy myself a little Chef Boyardee spaghetti and meatballs thing. I was going to eat go. it first, but I decided I'll just save it for after I ate the Twix. So I'm feeling okay, food-wise. <laughs> and I bought myself a bag of pretzel rods. Delicious. But... <laughs> I also happened to get myself a genuine delicious. I'm gonna take this out of my mouth. I'm sounding like ABK. <laughs> Fago Red Pop. Of course you do. <laughs> what you got? I went to the Dollar Tree because I found out, and we have said this before, that typically when I'm grabbing Fagos, normally I go to Sheets. Um, however, Sheets does now not serve Fago. They have their own brand of cheap soda. I like the concept of serving Fago. Like Sir, there's a serving. waiter pouring it for you. They don't sell it. <laughs> as soon as I said serving, I was like, fuck. They don't sell Fago anymore. They sell their own brand. And I was like, well, this can't, this can't fly. We Sheets can't can no this. longer destroy Fago in a breakdancing competition. So now... I could have gone to Speedway, but I did not because instead of spending a dollar on a 24 ounce bottle of Fago, <laughs> I went to the Dollar Tree and spent a dollar on a two and a half liter bottle of Fago Fruit Punch. Oh yeah. Which is only kind of cold, but I'm going to pour it in my lovely Yeti cup. Nice. Because I'm classy. And I have ice in there already. 
Ah. So. You took it off your wrists and put it in the cup. I don't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's crack these bitches it's, open. It's time to crack these open. I would pour it in front of the mic, however... I mean, you're going to anyway. Bad. No, I'm not. It's, you are. It's on the floor. No, yeah. it's on the floor. In front of no. you. It, it's not. <laughs> I'm really hoping I don't smell this. Punching my daddy cup. Right. Ah, it's so good. Okay. Let's see where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, are you okay. having problems over there? Yes. Which means it's just a normal day in my life. Yeah. What else is now? Ah, <laughs> okay. <sighs> Wait, what you got there, bud? Red pop. <laughs> and? Saza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's after 12. I t topped <clears throat> it off with a little tequila to get me through. <laughs> Alright, let's jump into this motherfucker. Tequila. Run your shit, bitch. That's right, bitch. You done fucked up real bad. So this is a Psychopathic Riders intro. It is. Which means that they're just going to be asking, uh, or not asking, but telling you, everybody who's on this is running through. We got Sweet Daddy Coconut running through everybody here. Who is that? Sweet Daddy Coconut. He's, 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 he's kind of like the, the, like the head honcho of, of the town. It's like, who is it? It's Sweet Daddy Coconut. Okay. If he was to have an alter ego, a secret identity perhaps, who do you think it would be? Uh, saccharine father chocolate. Damn. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, was, I actually wasn't really sure at first because I was like, I mean, I know ABK's on this and by I had to sit there and like write out names and just process of elimination. Like be like, yeah, that's Sawed Because in, in the intro, whenever they're like, that's Sawed he's he talks so like, anyway. He's so calm. Like I, I, I don't even hear a lisp on him. He's yeah. like, Sweet Daddy Coconut is uh, is Jamie Madrox. Oh, okay, cool. The, the only person who does a fuck ton of different voices. On I mean, like it kind of sounded like him, but I was like, maybe they got somebody else since he's talking to himself at one point. But I mean, he can do that. It's fine. He can do that. I think Sweet Daddy Coconut was also on the second album. I don't remember. Yeah, he's in the beginning of Riding Dirty. Okay. And the outro. Well, this is going to run right into Time to Ride, but before that, I just want to remind you all that when it's time to ride, they're going to ride in black trucks. What? Psychopathic, motherfucker, motherfucker, bitch. Steve Town, all sides. 
definitely like a, a very hype open oh yeah and like, like okay talk before about psychopathic ride is their their hooks on point this hook, is, this hook is good as shit it is they if if anything if anything positive can be can said about can, can be said about psychopathic riders with consistency mm-hmm. hooks plain and simple like they yeah. To the point where they can get run into the ground at times. I, well, I mean, to the point where we are at right now, that is still true. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I will say, uh, spoiler, out of all the songs on this record, this is probably the best one that they could have opened with. Yeah. Um, but this one's good. Um, we have the riders. Full disclosure, I... Hmm? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, um, I don't have all of the samples up, unfortunately. I... I know that they were available on Fago Lovers, but for some reason I can't access Fago Lovers consistently. I don't know oh. why. Um, the last, um, the, the intro, I believe, is actually a Jaw Rule uh, instrumental. This one was Annie Up by uh, MOP. Oh, okay. Um, which was famously sampled by one John Cena. Okay. Um, so, uh, I love th- this track. This... It's a really good sample, and so is the it intro. Is. Like both of them are fucking great. Yeah, the uh, actually the most notable thing about the instrumental for the last or for this track rather, um, it was. Uh, are you familiar with Milo the Cat? No. Uh, they are the. They're primarily on Instagram, but I think they do have a YouTube as well. But they're the person who makes um, the lip sync videos where they are taking uh, like rap songs and then putting them over uh, uh, like cartoons. And shit like that, like, actually dubbing it completely, like, with the lip flaps and everything. Okay. They did it with this and uh, Bert and Ernie um, <laughs> from Sesame Street. And it's, it's fucking impeccable. It's really, really good. <laughs> so I just, just look up Sesame Street, Andy Up, and so you'll, you'll, you'll see it. The, uh, the intro, the sample was Thug Lovin' by Ja Rule and Bobby Brown. That's what it was. And this was Andy Up by M.O.P. Okay. So... So, some of them are on uh, are on who sample, but not the not the entire album. Yeah, I, I I looked up the actual thread that you were referring to. Oh well, 
For so, some reason, it's not showing up on my phone. I don't know. I think something's wrong with my phone, so it's not accessing it. Possibly. So here's the thing. With this album, mm-hmm. I could not rely on a lyrics site. Nope. None of them. Not a single one. Nope. Uh, you get three tracks on Genius. Uh-huh. Uh, there's like maybe one different track that was up on a different site, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and actually, that site was uh, showing tracks for a different album. <laughs> so I was really this is mad. The problem, and this is the problem. The first two Riders albums are a lot more readily available. Ah, uh, okay. And I don't know if that was because of ICP's popularity at the time mm-hmm. or what, but you can find a, lo- a fair amount of info on those first two albums. But this one is where there's like a cutoff. All of the lyrics site people um, were big fans of ICP up until the Wraith, and then they were like, "We're never, we're never transcribing another fucking CD again for you." That's that's what it seems and, like. And, and it took them time to to recoup that, and for new people to come by, in and be like, "Yeah, we're down with this shit." Yeah, and then by 2007, they're like, "Oh no, we we we're, we'll, we'll we'll be fine with this now." But Maybe um, they just didn't like Eshaan. <laughs> that's that's possible. But yeah, uh, in this, which so, is that because he's he's actually fairly strong on on this album. He's overall. not bad. I I had to rely um, on my ears for this. Yes, for most of it. But what I get from this is that the psychopathic riders are coming out strong in support of busing, a very controversial topic in the year two thousand and four. Psychopathic ride is all about ending segregation and integrating our communities. And you know what? Right on, guys. <laughs> um, there's one line in here that I just really, really enjoy. Go on. And I can't quote it completely. Oh, no. But it is a sawed-off line of him referencing Pistol Grip Pump. Mm, yeah. Which he says, in the cadence of the actual song itself... <laughs> And if you remember, that is the track that was sampled for the title track of Dumpin'. Yeah. Even though he wasn't around for that, I just really like that callback, and maybe it was unintentional. But just pistol grip pump on my lap, just, there you go. Yeah, That's I all mean... I, it's a cool callback. I'm, I'm, like I'm sure he enjoys pistol grip pump, and also, if you want a fucking shotgun, pistol grips are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Easy to fire from the hip. I also liked uh, because this is a track that I that I listen to a lot. Um, uh, mono- uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, fofo, uh, fofo. Thank you. No problem. Goodness. Um, Real juggalo. I was. <laughs> Did I listen to so much fucking music recently? You have no idea. Um, uh, I'm gonna roll my window down. Point the barrel at your girlfriend's head and leave the both of y'all dead. I don't know why. That just stands out. Well, it's because he's, acknowledge- like line. he's acknowledging that this person <laughs> is a proper gentleman. Walking on, not on the streets. Actually, nobody's really able to, to clarify which one of those is correct. Some people are like, you stand on the traffic side of your girlfriend. Other people are like, you stand on the other side because people like dumping water out their windows like it's the I've fucking that, yeah. 30s or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've heard that. I don't know. Or in case an air conditioner falls out, it kills you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, know. This I, is a... that's, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. This, but again, uh, this is a really good song to start off with. Um, I've I've always dug it. They chose a really good sample for it. Um, it, it fits for what they want to do with it. I like it. Yeah, and remember, kids, anyone who complains about forced busing gets a fucking bullet. <laughs> Up next, track three, for my riders. Motherfucking full clip. The psychopathic right up in this motherfucker. I do anything, anything for my riders. I stay low out, coming with that thug shit. Everybody and they mama know about khakis on crease with my hand on my piece of mind. We clicked and ready to ride tonight. Now, who, if anybody at all, looking to stand against us, against us, you sure to fall. Odds are against you, so don't pretend to be affiliated with the riders when we're dumping at you. For my riders, I just might have to duck tape your body ransom, you kidnap you. Nail a mic to your hand until it squirt blood. I feel alive when I hate it, only hurts the love. Fuck you. If you die, it's your own fault. Real riders ride. Riders don't walk, and killers don't talk. Get outlined and chalk. The one who got away, the one who didn't get caught. For my riders, hate us or you love us. We love the underground, cause all the dirt's above us. Stay filthy until the day they kill me. Rather be carried by six than judged by twelve. That's guilty. Sideways, there ain't no way you can stop it. For my riders, keep the cat out the window, dead on the trunk. For my riders, keep the safety up the hill, ready to jump. All right, so for my riders, remember, nope, remember one track ago when uh-huh. we were talking about how they're always on point with the hooks and they're really good at them. Yes, this one isn't good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you're just anti cell block. <laughs> let me let me ask you something. I love cell block. Let me let me ask you a question, real uh-huh. quick. If you're riding sideways, is it not true that half of the people are unable to keep their gats out the window? Because their window's covered up. Not necessarily. It's against the ground because they're riding sideways. I, I I was under the impression that that's, that's them, like they're drifting, like Tokyo drifting. I don't think so. I think it's literally just riding on the side I, of the car. That, that sounds very unsafe. <laughs> They're the riders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the diagram of like <laughs> if if a dog was wearing pants, would it look like this or this? <laughs> and it, <laughs> it was like, are, is it wearing it with like just the back legs in in the pants or? <laughs> pants i think on all of them so yeah. I, I need a, an actual description of if a, if riders are riding sideways is the car up perpendicular black truck with one side actually oh sorry the black truck rather uh riding perpendicular on the ground <laughs> be it driver or passenger side on the ground or is it as if they were doing tokyo drifting <laughs> I'm sticking with the on the side. That's why they have the black trucks. Like maybe that's it's why, the same I mean, as wearing no, no, like black clothes. It hides like stains and stuff. Doing no, they're just doing donuts in it. So each person has their gat out the window, and then it's just like in a circle. Well, then like one person's just like shooting to the inside of the circle that they're making, and that's just foolish. No, it's like it's it's like um, 
It's like Neo in the Matrix Reloaded <laughs> when he's fighting the uh, the the um the the huge group of uh, Agent Smiths. Uh, and uh, yeah, th- so as soon as one of them is down, then another one's gonna like just pop back in. So yeah, you have to shoot to the I'm, inside. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, but you just tried to defend yourself with a Matrix movie that wasn't the first one. So true, but it's still way better than the third. So well. So the other part of this, there's there's a lot of lines in here that are pretty good, actually. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jamie keeping his hand on his peace of mind. I don't know who Jamie is. I'm sorry. Lil Shank. Oh, that guy. I I like when people use that, like, using homophones to to swap a thing in the middle of a line, like... It's like the wheel and wheel of fortune before and after puzzles, which are my oh, favorites. Those ones are those ones are hard. I love them though; they're so <laughs> cool. And it's a rap technique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's when it's done right, it's really really cool. They have no, Isha. People don't use that a lot anymore. Nah, that's a shame. It's 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 a lost art. Every now and then you hear it, but it's it's very rare. Isham takes a very specific line. Little shoe. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he he drops a rather be carried by six than judged by twelve. That's guilty, which is a flip mm-hmm. of the shitty self defense line that is thrown off everywhere, usually in defense of cops and mm-hmm. people who like to shoot minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, referring to the whole thing of like, you know. I'd rather not get shot by this person who I'm just assuming wants to kill me than, you know, I'd rather have to face a jury over it and just kill them. Uh, he goes the other way. Yeah. He'd rather be put down than face a jury. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's 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 how right is. That's the right away, man. It's, 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 it's truly honorable. <laughs> yeah, that's a word for it. <laughs> You fucking yeah, got it. This is... <laughs> this is... I mean, this is... I, I'm i gonna say this, and it's it's not to be negative. I know it's gonna sound it. This is Riders. Yeah. Like, we have already done two Riders albums thus far, and this is no different than what we've heard in the past. Nope. The only thing different is we got two new voices for. However, these two new voices fit in pretty damn well. Yeah. Like, we we spoke very highly of Esham. Who? When we covered uh, Repentance. And this guy who sounds kind of like him <laughs> seems to do a, 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 a bang-up job of the gang-banging music. Um, and then this guy who astonishingly sounds a lot like ABK... Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't reference anything about Native American stuff at all. That's just, really weird. just, just Rida stuff. They fit as a Rida really well. It's strange. <laughs> so, um, this track. No, that's Tech Nine. <laughs> this track was a sample of "Automatic" by E Forty and Fabulous. Thank you. No problem. I wonder if I... No, I don't own that album. I think I have one from 2006, so this would have been before that. So I think that's all we have on For My Riders. Yeah? I believe so. I think we can move on. Alright, up next, track four, Pimp Suit. Uh. Uh. 
not have had sawed off on the chorus. <laughs> Why though? Because hearing the word pimp suit mm-hmm. over and over again on this track I never really took note of him being on there, so it didn't. Yeah, that is him on the chorus, and I, it just it 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 it, it stings my ears. As much as I love him in this group, we could have had somebody different on that on the hook, and maybe they only had him on there because he has a similar register to Lil Shank. Yeah, on the chorus, but at the same time, ugh, ugh. I don't, I don't care for it. Doesn't. But that's just me. Doesn't really bother me. That's again, all. I mean, I will say again, like the to me, and it's this is just me. If yes. I was going to like refer to the the apex of a Rida's hook and what it should sound like, it's Rida haters. That's it. There's there's nothing else like it. And. That's that's your pinnacle of of rider choruses, dog. It's like the best it? one. It's the best one. It's good. I don't think it's the best. It even if not the best, I feel like it is the best representation of what you would want, what you would expect out of a rider's hook. Like it's just, it's just that more so dumping. than dumping. Like dumping's okay, but I mean, like there's just. There's not as much to dumping. It's kind of just a nothing kind of hook, but like, right? I hate it. It's got something, I think. It's it's a high contender, but I don't think it's it's the epitome of it, though. I don't know. That's 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 me. We got different tastes on that. That, that said, this hook is okay. It's all right for me. I, I don't mind it. It's whatever. Uh, the song itself. 
Uh, the only thing that I really had to note was that uh, uh, Big Footwear drops the line <laughs> Michael Jackson Glitter Boy, which to me harkens back to his other line where he referred to himself as the number one cheddar boy. And I hope that this is just a theme that continues repeating throughout all of the stuff that we hear from Isham into perpetuity. Finna be a debtor boy. Go home. If he was, if he was sewing, he'd be a threader boy. Anyway, the uh, sample on this Grab is... Grab on that skateboard, be a shredder boy. Fresh from yard. By <laughs> Beanie Man and Lil' Kim. <laughs> That's all I have to say about Pimp Suit. It's a song about... Ostensibly about being a pimp. <laughs> Jumped in the lake, he became a wetter boy. Track five, this is Kraken. <laughs> Yo, you're listening to Ryder Radio, bitch. Resurrected by the faith of my streets And I delete all of my enemies Quick with the heat My name is Bobo From the east side where G's ride And all the chickens call me Spanky Cause I suck that back You met your uncle wet nap Now meet your cousin Pimp Slap And I'm known for pushing front teeth straight to the back I let it all crack and bubble late to the point of no return Kidnap your whole family till you finally learn Bitch, my truck is black and I keep to my money stacking Matter of fact, I'm straight track jacking and keeping it cracking Running your Platinum, ride a steamroller platinum Even if you got proof I killed them, I still clap them Let's get it cracking, attacking and gun racking When the riders rolling, you know that we pistol packing Out the gun barrel, the fire sparks and flashing Murder money and mayhem, I'm still mashing We get it cracking, yeah. so what's happening? What? Go get a ride a while, he'll start blasting We make it crack late, yeah. until the night is late what? If you get a ride a while, this your last mistake Let's get it cracking these bitches in here popping pussy. Let's get it cracking. Cracking. So, this was the the sample that I was able to recognize from this. Uh, as I told you, it took me a good three tries to get it. Hey, Naya. Hi. <laughs> so my dog just showed up. She's actually being sweet for once. So, this is Wanksta by 50 Cent. Yes. I hate that song. I don't really care for it, but I want to... Mostly because the instrumental annoyed the fuck out of me. I just want to point out, that is certainly a choice of yes. sample for the riders. Oh, indeed. Totally. <laughs> it's a decision that one could make. <laughs> I mean... I don't know if Bullet's really, you know, as, as much of a thug as, as he would claim to be. I'm not so sure. Everybody else, though, totally believe it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, That's all I have no, for this. I don't have anything to say about it beyond just referencing. I, I don't have much either. Um, I, I actually don't mind this one much. And maybe, like I said uh, just a bit ago, I, I hated the song Wangsta uh, by 50 Cent. Um, for some reason, that instrumental always annoyed the shit out of me, and so I've held on to that for a very long time. That song's been that song's like eighteen years old now. 
of all the tracks oh on Get Rich or Die Trying, there are several more that I would rather listen to than Wangsta. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. This is actually a bonus track on Get Rich or Die Trying, and that's because yeah. this was first featured... Eight if, Mile. If I remember correctly. Yeah, it was first featured on the soundtrack for Eight Mile. So, I don't even know why it was on that. Which is also <laughs> a choice. Yeah. Yeah, that soundtrack's good, though. It is. It's a, it's a pretty solid soundtrack. I'm just saying, it's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I need to actually give uh, that song a, a chance again. Maybe, I really don't think you do. 50 Cent just kind of sucks. Uh, 50 Cent sucks as a person. Yeah. Um, as we've seen in, in some recent years. Um, but goddamn, if those first two albums ain't fucking hot. <laughs> Those first two albums are bangers, no doubt. And M.A.S.H. Up next is track six, Gunsmoke. Fuck, I said run your shoes. I didn't want your stinking ass socks too, bitch. Gunsmoke. I want to live to be an old-ass gangster, tired as fucking in a black wheelchair, rolling down a hill, busting. I don't lift shit or work out. I do finger curls. I'm straight Sherman fucking fat girl. Don't get her barking at you. Her bite will leave you missing a chunk. Turn a jump into a powerful punk. She got that vibe and power. Other side of the gat, a shaky motherfucker who was thugging two minutes ago, but now we just a sucker. When my pistol goes pow, your head gets the driven. When my pistol starts swinging, everybody's dipping in the club. In the streets are all up in their bedroom, bitch. Now run that shit. I feel full clips, full clips. Can you smell that? Big smoke, gunpowder sucker. Straight from the barrel to your dome, motherfucker. So, I'm just going to start out with the sample because I love this sample. It's a really fucking cool track. It is. What is it? Well, I had to do a little bit extra tracking down here because, well, it is in cold blood. Okay. Now, according to the Fago Lovers chart, it is by Kanye West, Scarface, 50 Cent, and Lloyd Banks. Now, I want to point okay. out that Lloyd Banks is the name that that man chose to have. Uh, it is not his actual name. That is his stage name. It is Lloyd Banks. He calls it, He decided to call himself Lloyd Banks as a producer slash rapper. Okay. That's, just, that's just a fact that I know. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the rest of this. However, here's the thing. Uh, in Cold Blood, it's a... Is... What? Sorry, you said Kanye was on this? So here's the thing. In Cold Blood is a track by Scarface. Produced by Kanye yeah, West. Sense. However, there was also a freestyle by 50 Cent featuring Lloyd Banks. Okay. With the, I, get, I suppose with this track. And that track, because it samples, according to who sampled, And This Is Love by Gladys Knight and the Pips, which is a song that I need to look up now because that sounds funky as hell. Hmm. It's really weird because 
I almost don't feel like this sounds like a Kanye produced track. But uh, I mean, he produced it for somebody else. <laughs> so I mean, right. that's a whole thing. Right. I guess maybe I just need to hear some of his older stuff because I think I I think Kanye is good as a producer. Hmm. I really do. Um. So yeah, I wouldn't have even expected that. So that's interesting. Um. Hmm. I love the sample. It's really fucking cool. It is it's a cool sample. I, I love um, that good like seventies funky keys stuff. It's fucking good as shit. This has a pretty cool chorus. Uh strictly converse on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um it's it's strong. The, it's the rest hook. of the uh, the track honestly just kinda happens. It's very um, generic riders. It, it is, is. It's it's about shooting people. I, <laughs> I want to say this, and I can't speak for for Shmeef, Obviously, I don't dislike riders at all. Um, I know there's people who fucking love riders. It's just there's there's more tracks that are passable in the sense that they don't just jump out at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so while the album necessarily, I, I won't say is bad. It's not mind blowing. Yeah, has its standouts, and we'll see more of them. I am So, like I said on Kraken, where I just said Wangsta was a choice. That one, immediately followed by this one, is where I started thinking that there's so much more to be said about this, like what I am going to refer to as gangsta tourism that they perform on Ridas. Mm. There's a lot to say about it. I feel like there's a lot that can be and should be said about it. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the capacity for it. <laughs> like, And it's not really like... I don't have the capacity or the perspective for this. Like, I am not the one to undertake this. At this point, I think it's something that just has to be looked at as parody. And that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Because what they're parodying is a lot of other people's, like, general accounts of their lives and the Mm -hmm. real things that they deal with and the real things that they've had to go through. I guess depending on who who you're talking about. Oh, no, no. And I I understand that, but... At the same time, you have to look at, you know, anything that's considered parody is doing something very similar. Look, in in the biggest encounter, or rather example is, is the word I want to use, of, of your argument with that. Sure. Amish Paradise. Yeah. Plain and simple. Coolio was pissed about that song. He Weird Al, like, approached everybody for his... Uh parodies though the problem was i don't don't think that was at that time Hmm. i think that it started happening after that instance Hmm. i could be wrong but i don't think that i don't think the song was done yet Hmm. um whenever he if he had asked because now nowadays yes he asks every artist Hmm. if he can if if he can parody their work you know because theoretically he doesn't have to parody is protected so he could make it and sell it, and that just be it. He does yeah. it out of respect for the artists, and I do believe that it's because of Amish Paradise that that's 
That's why. That's why it's really funny where if you go back in 2006, um, when White and Nerdy blew up, that was not supposed to actually happen. That song wasn't even conceived until last minute mm-hmm. because his first single was supposed to be You're Pitiful, which was parodying James Blunt's You're Beautiful. He asked James Blunt if he could make the song. He was like, yeah, cool, go ahead. And Blunt's label was like, we actually don't want you releasing the song. And he was like, crap, my record is due in two weeks. And at that time, Riding by Chameleonaire had blown up. Weird Al asked him if he could parody it, and Chameleonaire was like, yes, thank you. It is an actual honor for you to parody my song. <laughs> uh, so Weird Al did, in fact, request Coolio on he did ask Amish that. Paradise. As, as this uh, article says, he said no initially, but then realized that he couldn't do anything because of like copyright laws. So I don't know if that means he just said, yeah, whatever, after that, or if he uh-huh. like stuck to it. But Weird, wow. Weird Al has like like he's he's had like a pretty solid policy for a very long time of requesting yes. from artists. Right, right. That's what I, I thought. So that's the thing, and and that's the only example that I can think of of where that parody is is you know done. Like the thing is, is that like when whenever Weird Al does a parody, he's he's using like another person's track and all that stuff to parody stuff, mm-hmm. but he isn't like parodying usually an entire person's lifestyle or like cosplaying them <laughs> like this is fucking cosplay of gangster rappers right and, and it's at the same but th- but this is this also goes into what we talked about a number of times about just white people in rap in general mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is that is literally and ICP are one of the biggest examples mm. of of why that's like such a very thin line that they're on i mean Not there's, there's stuff music, with but shit big money hustlers yeah a literal parody <laughs> of black exploitation yeah okay that the side projects of riders all of that stuff okay they tiptoe a very fine line and a lot how of they times do? they go over that line uh-huh. it's just to a point of do people care enough to raise ire about it? I mean, not really in this case. <laughs> also, I mean, and, the thing is, is that most likely, like, nobody's listening. <laughs> exactly, but that's the thing. That is, that's literally what it is. And that's why Riders, you don't find Riders albums in the store. Yeah. Okay. They can't le- technically sell them in stores. I've, sang, I've seen some of them at FYE, at The Exchange. And you know why? Because they're listed as Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> Like, that's how their system recognizes it. But they don't have official, like, barcodes, I don't think. Jeez. Like, they can't they can't be actually sold in stores. Yeah. You know? That's why, like, their record label is not Psychopathic Records. It's Joe and Joey Records. Right. A yeah. fake subsidiary they can shut down if needed. But so no, I mean, like, I'm, I'm just it, saying. It's I've... not readily available for people to, to actually access. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's there's something about this particular instance of of how they do things and it's, i don't know it, there's there's weird stuff there's there's many words that can be had about it but again mm-hmm. not my words <laughs> like yeah it's not my place i don't know no, that's understandable. all i can do is just state the the <clears throat> appearance of it and wish that i had some resource that i could go to on it <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all good. Let us know your thoughts, listeners. Please do. Moving on. Yep. Up next, track seven, Scrimps. Yeah. Scrimps and Juice, bitch. That's what I want. You got that here? You have, you got any Chinese spare ribs up in this motherfucker? I have the juice. Fuck that. Give me some scrimp and juice. Motherfucker, I'ma get loose up in this bitch right now. 24 with the gold tip, scrimp and juice. All platinum with the gold grip, about to get loose. Triple black windows like who that is? Four, four in the riders in the big body bands. All my friends is close and my enemies close until they wind up pictures. On the have you see me post? Sipping on the beach with hoes feeding me grapes. I had to get up out the hood into a gated estate. All the haters need to back the fuck up before I back the truck up and leave your crew all shot and stuck up. In the hood, all the money in the world ain't. That's why they always hate you for something, motherfuckers. By the convoy, will it tough again? Black Hummer H2 on a 42 spins. Scrimping juice bar, resting in the console. Throw the way hatch with the stripper's pole. Little shit coming through with a gang of chickens. And plenty of that nose candy for them hoes that dipping. Take them bitches down, send them home with lip. And I'll be sipping out my juice and double dipping my scrimp. Mike, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you know this uh, sample? I do know this sample. Right on. <laughs> this is Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. It's a really good fucking sample. One of the happiest quote-unquote accidents in rap. Oh? Uh, I say accidents uh, kind of liberally. Uh, Biggie originally did not want to do this song. <laughs> He was very concerned that it would um, hurt his image um, and and be kind of against what he had already set up. And this ended up being one of, if not his biggest hits uh, of all time. Yeah. The track is so fucking good. (laughs) Um, The the vibe of it is just so chill. There's, you can't say anything bad about that song. I'm not going to lie. It's creepy as hell. They, they... Well, I won't say that, oh, they did this sample justice or anything. It's solid. They they took this track and what they did for it, pretty damn good. We also have um, Sugar Slam on the hook. Um, we encountered her I th- fairly recently. Yeah. I can't remember which album it was on. Not either. Um, but, uh, yes, we will hear her show up um, on tracks here and there in the future, pretty much until nowadays. Um, she does a little background stuff and stuff on uh, skits and whatnot, so it's cool to have her on there, especially because in the original song, uh, Juicy, there is a female vocalist on the chorus. And the uh, there are also two samples in that song. Uh, Juicy oh. Fruit by M2 May, and Rappin' Duke by Rappin' Duke. Huh. I'm not familiar with either, so that's very cool. Both in the mid-80s. Oh, okay. Man, rap from the '90s was was cool with how they just grabbed some stuff from like '70s and '80s. There's a lot of good shit going on. Yeah, man, yeah. That's cool. I um, I I really love the the instrumental on this. It it sounds like 
a synth pop jam. Like synth pop is also very big on that like 80s sound and stuff and like really yeah. really nice heavy synthy beats and all that stuff and I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, so shrimp and scrimp are both separated by one letter. One letter. Come on. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. There's you, also you you you'd sent me you'd sent me a text message earlier this week. I did. Basically yelling at sawed off. <laughs> yeah. For saying shrimp. And he just shrimp. says shri- shrimp through the whole thing. <laughs> I blame his lisp. That's fair. I I I feel it's, like he it's can. It's probably because he has it in his mouth. He's eating at the time. That's true. Yeah. And that's the easiest way that he can. Hang on. Let me let me try something real quick. Give me that. Scrap. I can still get a C out of that. <laughs> I, you know what? It cut out. I don't believe it. Couldn't hear. It. You yelled. So no, it'll be in the final recording. I don't believe it. So there's an outro in this track. <laughs> um, yes, I forgot about the intro or the outro rather until I was listening to the the full thing because I think I had it cut out. So. I mean. Let me see if I can get to it real quick. Sorry, I didn't take a note. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Uh, yeah, I'm we need some uh, pigs. I, I, I mean, police over on uh, Wyoming and Finkel. There's some, there's some bitch. I mean, some chick over there getting raped. Hurry up. Okay, sir, we're gonna send units. <laughs> All right, so check this out, man. Check this out. Right when those motherfuckers pull up, uh-huh. then we pull and start dumping on them motherfucking ass. I'm in your face with a pistol, right and you about to die, and you gonna have a fucking bullet hole for an eye. I need the keys to your house, cause you ain't coming home. I pull the trigger and explode your dome, and then I ride well, off. Well, I don't really know if you been told. Full clip pops up, those semis were sipping on Remy. Nah, hold the fuck in, it ain't it, boss. I miss you and hold up your mama, then ride Bitch, off. Bitch, you making me nauseous, plus I'm taking no losses. Tell them Converse and fuck Nike Air Forces, stolen Porsches, rolling Rolls Royces, but first I Goes off, and then I, ride I put off. a hole in your head and then I ride off. Take the wasted breath on a bus and my cat talk. Beat that ass dead on the motherfucking sidewalk. Putting hot rocks in your brain and I ride off. Man, ain't nobody playing anymore. Just got the new. So that outro first. Let me just um, yes. jump back to that. Thumbs up. Uh, now on ride off. <laughs> That's a good Jamie hook. Yes. Uh, I, I I'm love, sorry, I love little Shank. Um, so if if you would cut it from the uh, from the recording, um, I I need to apologize. I got the one line wrong that I really liked from, um, I think it was Time to Ride, of the uh, of Fofo rolling the window down and and shooting the, the girlfriends and blah, blah, and all that. That's from this song. Um, I can't believe that I got that wrong. Um, yeah, I feel like it should be in your notes for this specific song, and you should like it. Really should be. Yeah. Um, so I will cut a corner off of my Juggalo card. Um, sorry, you're running out. I yeah, you know, just the one, just, just one gone. That never been to the gathering corner took up a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That would have been different this year, and but it was COVID happened. If if COVID hadn't happened, we'd be there in two weeks. Or, well, I guess when this comes out, it would be it would have been like five days from now, something like that. Yeah, damn. Yeah, what, I think first week in August, something like that. But yeah, the um. So as I as I brought up before, I feel like the hooks in Did this. Did you find the sample for this one? Uh, I'll I'll get it in a minute. 
Okay, my bad. I feel like the hooks in in this album in general aren't as on point as as I usually expect them to be, but this one mm-hmm. this one's really fucking good. It's it's wordy, which usually doesn't work for like these kinds of hooks, but it's the important lines that you would want mm-hmm. your audience to yell with you yep. hit hard. They stand out and everyone's just like, yeah, right on. It, it works. It's fucking yeah. great. And Jamie's just good at that. He's so good yep. at these kinds of hooks in general. <laughs> and I whenever agree. his verse starts, like immediately after one, like it's still really cool. I, uh, I do like that there is actually a theme with this one everybody's everybody has short verses which is really cool no one they're all like four bars um each one ends with we ride off yeah it's simple but it's consistent and it just sounds cool within the context of the song so i i really really dig this one to stand out for me at the end um, uh bullet there comments. is two different choruses too oh, yeah. um which is pretty cool um and you hear it all at once uh towards the end um Sorry, you said something about the end of the song? At, at the end, Bullet states, don't got no hollow point. And I just wanted to note that he doesn't have a point, period. <laughs> anyway, this track samples... That's not what he meant! <laughs> this track samples The Knock by Nocturnal and Missy. Huh. Interesting. I'll check that out. I, I, this, is, this is a cool instrumental. It is really good. I felt like, wasn't Nocturnal somebody who was working with Dre? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe. I don't know. I'm curious who, uh, I'm curious who, uh, produced it, so. Interesting. 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 Perhaps you can look that up or something. Maybe one day. But, I think I saw for a ride-off, right? I think so. I, I dig the track, but. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Up next. Everybody's solid on it. Track nine. Money Green. You know the motherfucking riders is back. Money Green. We're back to take over the motherfucking world, right? With Money Green, right? On Money Green, and it stays so clean. Yup, yup. You know what the body's green is that motherfucking tank we smoke, yo. Man, pass that shit here, dog. I mean, uh, yo, saw it off, man. Pass the motherfucking blunt, dog. I've been known as an OG ever since I was a young blood Pimping through the streets, eating strips, smoking mad bud The older that I get, I think the more I achieve Life a luxury, don't hate on me, man, get your own and you will see Money and green everywhere that I look My weed house look like Frank's nursery packed with good And if you ever try to take mine, you gon' see my dad shine I shred you in the leather and then bag you like some pork rind I don't know what happened, I like cabbage When I put it in my hand, bitch, I get savage And make you lay down for this shit and dry your pockets, hit a nine milli click It's all about the presidents, cause they dead I hang out at schools and rob lunch money from kids I don't give a fuck scenario or scene As long as my pockets get full of that money green I love my money where we greener than the greenest It's just like smoking my chest I love my money and we Green, yes. <laughs> you know what else is green? Uh, no. Weed. 
No. Damn. But they always call it <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what you got on this one, man? Well, I just looked down at my notes to see what I wrote about it. <laughs> and I wrote, money and weed. Green, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I suppose I would like to note that whenever they say uh, greener than the White House lawn I feel like everything should be greener than the White House lawn because the White House lawn should be part of a big crater carry on by the way the knock uh, sampled the next episode What? That's what it said. <laughs> okay. Um, I I didn't have a lot on this one. Uh, this is just a fairly chill song. Um, which we haven't had many of them on this record, so that's that's not too bad. It it kind of changes it up. Um, but it doesn't really stand out to me that much. Uh, the chorus kind of bugs me a bit. Um, I don't know if that's bullet or cell block on it um doing their like high-pitched like kind of croony voice yeah but it's just eh and then you have little shank kind of in the background with it too it's, it's kind of whatever this is one that if if it was skipped i wouldn't be mad yeah so would you like to know what this samples i i would actually so let me go back all the way to the to the bass samples of of these songs, because the song that this one samples also sampled "The Lady in My Life" by Michael Jackson and "All Night Long" by Mary Jane Girls. Okay. And that song was "Hey Lover" by LL Cool J, featuring Boys to Men. Hey, <laughs> hey, ladies love Cool James. <laughs> I love Cool J's dope, so fuck y'all if you don't think so. <laughs> Remember that time he did a song with Brad Paisley? <laughs> I never heard the song. I did. Did you? It's so bad. Is it, like, I you don't even need to listen to it. Just read the, look up the lyrics to it on Genius. You will fucking fuck lose it. it. Isn't it, isn't it like Accidental Racist? It's Accidental racist. racist. That is the song. The outro right, of it is incredible it hurts so much to read it okay you know what i'm actually gonna do it right now <laughs> sorry everybody this is just because we didn't have much to say on this one i'm actually going to uh look it up myself and i'm going to just uh highlight my favorite line of the entire track what the fuck okay <laughs> so let me let me go all the way to this outro here where uh what? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Where's okay? Hey, give me, give me genius up Mike, here. I Mike, Mike, Mike. Let me let me throw Hold something on, no, your I, way. I have, well, I, I have the. But lyrics. let me let me throw this line at you. Let me throw this line at you. <laughs> if you don't judge my do rag, I won't judge your red flag. Uh, Mike, Mike. Hold up, hold up, don't say anything. 
Mike? If you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget the iron chains. Oh. Mike! <laughs> Mike, hold up a second. This is three times you have me hold up. The relationship between the Mason Dixon needs some fixing. Mike! Hold up! <laughs> Four. R.I.P. Robert E. Lee, but I've got to thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking terrible! It is awful! <laughs> Mike is just staring at his tablet right now. I... What the actual fuck is this shit? A song called Accidental Racist could be uh, an interesting look into, like, the idea of, you know, like, the unconscious things that we do that are racist, you know, things that we do that, like, perpetuate white supremacy without us really thinking about them. And instead, it's just literally what if we just made excuses <laughs> for all of this stuff and just say, how about we forget all of this stuff that perpetuates racism and white supremacy and just ignore it? What if we did that instead? And we just said, we're all cool. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking terrible. I... <sighs> My head hurts. I'm gonna be cutting out a lot of silence in this episode. I... I... D dog... Fucking what? I'm also gonna be cutting I out don't... a lot of me chewing on pretzel rods. I'm sorry if anybody's bothered by that, but I'm not sorry enough to, like, stop eating them. I... Cause I got a snack. I, dude, I don't, I don't fuck. I fucking what? Fucking what? I Hello, Cool J, you're better than this. You I, were in Deep Blue Sea. I just want you to know that all of those lines that I said to you are like sort of like spoken in the background. Yeah. As as Brad Paisley's like doing his other stuff over top. It's a yeah, It's I, I, incredible. I it's incredible. That's the thing is, I remember when the song came out and people were like blowing up about it on Twitter and whatnot, but I never actually checked it out because I was like, well, that just sounds like a bad time. I didn't until like just last year. I finally listened to it and I <laughs> lost it. I fucking lost it. I was, I was at oh work my. and I, I was losing my shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not. If you don't judge my do-rag, <laughs> I, I won't judge your can we move on? No, I think we need to stay with this for a let's let's ruminate. No, we don't. We actually don't. Let, well, let's let's ruminate on this song and no. the possible like the the ethical question of murder for hire. Detroit motherfucker, what bitch? It's easy to have a motherfucker killed. Watch your back. Look me up, bitch. We murdering for money and we're mob on the scene. Come it's back trucks, busting shots in pursuit of the green. It's for the money, kid. Shut the fuck up and get shot. It's for the money, kid. Shut the fuck up and get shot. We don't accept checks, we only murder for cash. So put the money in my hand, we'll put around in that ass. It's for the money, kid. 
taking out your fist grip Tell her, so tell me player Who is it that you need getting Cause I don't give a fuck who he is or where he stay Or even his kids names as long as I get paid So how you want it, blood soaked the dry As soon as paper hits palm, somebody finna die Fetty for murder, just one way you rather live Or I might take your skrill and pop you bitch Higher bullet, cause I'm out of control And I move faster, blow the baby out of stroller For the right amount of cash, pull it Hold your wife for you, leave the money in the bag But then I dump on you from paranoia You the type to brag, I keep it dirty And stab wounds don't hurt me Wind me up with cheddar, then I bust That's how you work me And fuck drama, I give a fuck less about a mama Why she crying at the funeral? We in the Bahamas, I need the murder, bitch Man, he done told you, no motherfucking checks or money orders, bitch so you know the psychopathic writers may in fact kill people for money. Fucking what? Yeah. Let me let me break that down into that two is, parts here. First, that has not that has not been confirmed. We can't say that here. First, Mike, they kill no. people. You don't Second, know that. They get paid for it. They have. That's not. You don't know. That's not true. And I would like to state there is no evidence. I would like to state um, on on behalf of my lawyer who told me I have to say this. That I am not, in fact, calling for the uh, execution of Brad Paisley and or L.O. Cool J. <laughs> that was just a clever segue that I was doing. Motherfucker. I hate you. What? So this sample is uh, Air Force Ones uh, by Nelly. Oh. Uh, vastly underrated track, in my opinion. Uh, it got overlooked uh, because it's on the same album as Hot in Hair. Oh, of course, which yeah. Which blew the fuck up! That album had Hot in Hair, Air Force Ones, and Dilemma. And I really? fucking hate Dilemma. I love Dilemma. I hate that goddamn song. <laughs> hate it so fucking much. Hate Kelly Rowland looking at her goddamn phone, her sidekick with motherfucking Microsoft Excel wondering why her man ain't texting her back. Damn. Have you ever seen that? No. Yeah. You can look it up. She's got, in the fucking video, she's got, it looks like a, a sidekick, T-Mobile sidekick, and she's like, where are you at, or whatever. She's just typing in a fucking, like, it looks like Excel. <laughs> it's like, no wonder he ain't texting you back. You ain't texting him. It's so bad. Well, it's know. so bad. I really uh, didn't have any, anything to say aside from they kill for money. It's it, this is self-explanatory. I am plain and simple. I'm quite frankly shocked that you have a sample of a song called Air Force Ones and you don't get like a serious converse feature on here. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why he left. He was like, "What? <laughs> Fuck you guys." <laughs> it took 2 years. <laughs> He was stewing for a while. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past Esham, to be completely honest. <laughs> I feel like Esham, just from the way that... It, just, just from my impressions that I get of his issues and repeated reconciliation with ICP, is that he is the kind of guy who, like, every so often just goes through a... Like, he sits down and he's like, all right, it's been a while since I've done this, and just goes through a list of every time that he feels like he's been slighted. 
and builds a case for who he's cutting out of his life. <laughs> well, we can talk about that once we get to 2005. We'll find out. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah. This one's self-explanatory. Uh, they chose a cool uh, instrumental, though. Uh, I always liked Air Force Ones. And, um, yeah, it's it's not bad, but there's nothing that really jumps out about it. Um, got Cell Block on that hook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty good. Cell Block has literally the most unique voice on this entire album, though. But between him and, and Lil Shank, and that's because he goes from his normal voice, which you hear on this chorus, his falsetto singy voice, which we had on Money Green, I think that was him, mm-hmm. and then his fucking... I'm going to yell like a motherfucker <laughs> and not have a voice by the end of this recording. Because that's just what he does. So, dynamic. Yeah. Good job. So, moving on. Well, if one was to be caught committing murder for hire and were tried before a jury, perhaps they would be found guilty. Who the fuck is here to say I'm guilty? So my hands are filthy. Back the fuck up off me. I'm a criminal. My tech nine goes hum. Accusing me is like calling a retard dumb. Fit a feed to the bum. My trigger finger's dumb. You can sit back and watch as my nickel plate dumps. I explode body parts with one finger squeezing. It's killing season. I'll be guilty for no reason. I'm the filthiest. So consider me the guiltiest. The number one murder suspect on the list for conspiracy and cold blooded murder. Allegedly, I bang with the riders, but twice as deadly separately. Plus, I'm into all type of automatic weaponry. Don't play with me unless you're playing double jeopardy. For those who slept on me, murder has to be committed. Leave all kinds of evidence so they know I did. Go ahead and throw the book at me. I'm guilty, but first you gotta catch me. Giving up doesn't come easy. Yes, I did it, I admit it. What you gonna do, ho? I'll smack the fucking judge and shove a javel through his tempo. Incarcerate me, man, you crazy, what you smoking? Fuck your video and tell surveillance. Stop provoking. Guilty as charged, but I ain't going back behind bars. Ten o'clock news, masked man on that lawn. I'm guilty of so many things. Who are you to judge? Find your own wind up, riddle with slugs. I'm a rider till the very last. You don't want us all up in your cash. So mind your own, or we gon' dump up in that ass. Run on. I'm guilty of so many things. Who are you to judge? Find your own wind up, riddle with slugs. I'm a rider till the very last. You don't want us all up in your cash. So mind your own, or we gon' dump up in that ass. Run on. I said my pops. Guilty. There is sort of another hook on this of sorts that's done like in unison by all of them. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's after this set of verses, actually. It's really cool. I think for the um, for the context of it, because it's literally all of them just like giving the exact same defense of whatever they've done. Yep. And <laughs> like this monotone. <laughs> it really works. It's 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 really yep. like they're, like they're literally just like reciting this like they've done it a thousand times. <laughs> yep. No, and that's and that's totally cool. Yeah, uh, it, it offers something a little bit different on this record we haven't had yet, so I don't mind that. Um, we we cut off right at the beginning of Cellblock's verse, and his verse is almost sincere. Yeah, he he talks about like the environment that he grew up in causing him to be the way that he is. Like, but it's it's sad because when I say almost sincere, we talk about how he's, he says that he, like, saw his dad, like, 
beating his mom or whatnot. And I'm like, oh man, like what happens then? And then he's like, oh, but it was probably because she was, you know, a hooker uh, on the street. And that's why. So you know, all this stuff, like it, it's not turning it of like, oh, I learned everything from my dad. And it's like, oh no, I was literally just involved in every like thing negative possible growing up. But the fact that there was kind of the, the switch up and that his mother was also not the best role model. That's not really a switch up. No, it's, it's Read not the that. shirt, it's... you bitch! <laughs> no, I didn't say... That's not what I meant. That is not what I meant. Support sex workers. Sex workers still work. She was wearing that shirt right now. That's why he said read the shirt. Um, but, like, obviously in, in their eyes... Yeah. That was not viewed as the best thing, so that's why it was... It, it's know, viewed as, like, to... almost an excuse. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. From there, again, I said almost sincere, but yeah, like... Yeah. He said, like, oh, I was only six, and it's like, well, fuck, you're exposed to all that shit by then, like... His, he said he saw his dad, like, snorting cocaine and stuff like that. Uh, and if you see that stuff early on, you're not gonna, you know... You may not know what's better or not. It um, it reminded me of a song by Oingo Boingo called "Only a Lad," um, which is a really shitty song, like in in like its overall societal context and stuff, because it's literally just it's it's almost just a um. It's almost a song basically just saying, like, yeah, eugenics is fine. <laughs> like, it's not, but it is. It is the underlying lesson to it. Whenever you talk about... If if you ascribe certain characteristics of a person as being just inborn and there's nothing you can do about it, and that, no, societal impacts have nothing to do with it, like, you're supporting eugenics. Like, what are you, whether you want to admit it or not. And this song literally, like, the, the hook of it is, you know, he's only a lad, he didn't really mean it. Like, basically, they're they're taking shots at society, quote-unquote, making excuses for people by, you know, talking about the societal impacts that cause people to be the way that they are. So, it's very against the idea of looking for the root causes of why people <laughs> do bad things, which is stupid. Fuck you, Wingo Boingo, you suck. Um... That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> In all reality, Shmi was just waiting for for a, a right way to say "fuck you" on going on this show. Yeah, he's had it prepared for ages. That's true. For months. Uh. Yeah, the song's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's it's all, we're we're at that point. Where the latter, like the, this, this, this part this, of the album, it just kind of just the last, the last I'd say third of this album is is a bit uh, a bit harder to yeah. to get through. It's it's hard to tell if that is just this album or if it's just like what I will refer to as the Riders effect, where it's like there's just not like I feel like to me. Mm -hmm. Listening to an entire Riders album is always going to end up this way because most of the time, yeah, there's not it, there's I, nothing I, go there's nothing new going on. Like you get like a couple breaks, like Scrimps or something like that, and it's like that's about it. And even Scrimps is still like the same thing. 
It's right. just it sounds a little different. It, I think part of it is because we get a little bit more hype for some of the ones that we are familiar with the instrumentals. Yeah. Like, Time to Ride, I already knew that instrumental, instrumental ahead of time, and I'm like, man, this fucking rocks. I love this one. Kraken was Scrims. the only one I knew, and I was not that hype. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, some of the some of the older ones, like when we did Ride in Dirt Hay. Yeah. Title track, Samples, It Wasn't Me. Yeah. Fucking all about that track. I love that fucking song. Good. You know? I, I, some of the ones, again, that where I'm just like, oh man, I actually know this instrumental. What did they do with it? Mm-hmm. Or the ones that I'm like, okay, cool. That's why I like Scrimps. I dig Scrimps. I actually didn't care for Scrimps when I was younger. Uh, um, first hearing it, and I'm like, no, this song is dope now. It's really good. Uh, and, uh, like, Murder for Hire, it's not bad. Yeah. Like, you took a song that I really, really enjoyed, you put the instrument on there, and it's like, okay, it's whatever. It's not bad. It's not absolutely stupendous, but whatever. So, but yeah, we, we do seem to run into that same issue with any Rydas album, and that's because there's nothing that's really breaking the mold. Yeah. The biggest difference that we get with any Rydas album is, okay, who's on this one? Right. So, like, what, what are your samples, and who do we got? Exactly. So, two more. Two more. Homestretch. We got this. number 12. Run that. Bitch, we the riders, ho. Lay down. When we rob a motherfucker, we give him for everything. That's right. The crew, they close. Lay your bitch ass Just down. Just bitch ass can walk home naked with the bear. Punk motherfucker. Motherfucker. Y'all better recognize. Run that shit. Check it in, ho. Get these motherfuckers. Whatever you got, I need. Let it be coke or speed. Hair on or a pound of weed. I'ma take it. Right Check there. it in, bitch. You ain't shit trick. I run you for them sneakers and them brand new fits. hook that is that is high contender for what a ride is over oh for sure i so i wrote this in my notes and i never went back to like listen to it any closer to make sure that it was correct and i wasn't paying attention during this either but i swear i heard somebody say the word spontaneity <laughs> <laughs> What I realized as I was all the way back on track 12 here, like it took me this long to to note, and maybe he was actually before, so maybe that's why I just haven't noticed much, but Shaggy is back to like a very just straightforward rap style on this. So I was actually going to bring this up when we got to the end. Dumpin', he was like, he was he was doing some unique shit as, as far as like, psychopathic goes like he was not rapping like anybody else here he's just whatever i felt that he was very consistent though like i actually thought that what he had been doing on this record was some of his better ride stuff 
Like it just kind of blends. If I was going to say, like, a most improved member compared to prior records, I would have put him. If, like, by most improved, you just mean, like, most conformed to what everyone else is doing, I guess. Well, if they were all trying to sound, like, Twisted on Dark Lotus' Black Rain, we have to have it on Riders too. We don't. <laughs> he sounded very, like... Like, whenever a Shaggy verse happened on Dumpin', it was like, that's him, that's full clip. Boom. There's no one else. Aside from, like, even if his voice sounded like everybody else's, even if his voice <laughs> somehow just sounded like, if, if, if his voice, like, was just cell blocks or something, you'd be like, no, I can hear by his cadence. That's a full clip verse. In this one, he's just, he's just the same and it's just like, whatever. But at the same time, I would still say that he sounds better than one other person on this record. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Which is to say that Bullet is still the worst member of Riders. Well, that's an easy one. But like, what I'm saying is Shaggy has... He's not as good as he used to be as far as I'm concerned. And this is... This is going to sound stupid, but I think that this album is a point where they're... I know you're going to disagree with me. Uh -huh. That's fine. You can disagree with me. I think that they took this album more serious than the prior two. Oh my god. I, 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 see, I knew that they were going to say... I, mean, I, I, really I, I understand they... why you're saying that. I mean, like... It doesn't... It's not quite as, like... With the exception of the tracks themselves kind of sounding lower quality, like, for some reason that was already something that irked me. It seemed like the, the actual instrumentals don't sound as, as good as the ones in prior ones did. Mm. I think that this has a lot more polish well, than this... their prior albums, and it's something that they actually took more time to do. Well, it... That was requiring Shaggy to actually... Do something than sounding like Shaggy Tudo on an ICP track and do something slightly different, whether that's trying to sound like the other members of Riders on this album. I can have something different then. That's the thing, though. But it just sounds better He's, done. He still didn't even sound like Shaggy on, on like, Dumpin' or whatever. Like... He had his own thing going on for the ride, as it sounded like to me. This album, I understand what you're saying by that. This album also has foregone the um, thing that... I don't remember if they did it on Ride and Dirty, because I don't remember things. Uh, where they did it like a mixtape where all the tracks run into each other. This one is like separate... Tra like, every track is on its own, mostly. No. Mm. I don't no. hear a lot of it. Oh, it's on here a lot. They sound very cleanly cut. On I don't know. damn near every track. I wasn't paying attention enough, so whatever. <laughs> Clearly, because it's they very, all sound very like, like on this the one. intro doesn't even run into it. But I mean, that's an intro, so whatever. Oh, uh, I don't pay yes, shit it attention. Does. does it? Whatever. The intro goes right into uh uh fucking time to ride. I have to look at it because I feel like I could cut most of them. <laughs> most most of these literally go right into the next track. Well. I didn't pay any attention to it. 
I didn't pay attention to this like, album is really the thing that we like, should take away from this. I was not like, interested in it. Like it is this, this album is just was, not interesting to me. <laughs> if anything, this album does it worse than some of the the other uh ones of hmm. tracks running into each other. Something that annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> so Oh. I don't know. I got nothing else on, on Run That. I just wanted to at one point say that Shaggy has got I think got better. And However, before we get to the last track, do you have a standout member of the Riders on this one? Hang on a second. I I have one more thing to notice is that the very end of it, Converse is stealing himself. It's pretty deep. (laughs) Do you have a uh, standout Riders member on this album? No. That's unfortunate. I, I just can't. I don't know. I don't care about this album. I do not. I it's, don't. I'm doing my best. You know but like, it's okay. it's okay. This album, it has it has some good songs, but like, the members, as far as I'm concerned, have all blended into each other. Like, the most different now to me is probably Converse. I can recognize his voice because it's like the smoothest and one out of off. all of them. No, because I still don't really notice him. I don't know. He's got I, a little bit of a lisp, but like that doesn't really stand out that much to me. If he if he hits his uh, consonants hard enough, I don't notice it. <laughs> I I don't know. I obviously I've been listening to this music a lot longer than you have, so I can tell literally who every verse is. I think that I think part of it is that Fofo. I don't feel a need to listen to the psychopathic riders enough for anything mm-hmm. because there's they're not there's there's nothing to listen to like sure there are good tracks and stuff and i like some of the samples and all that stuff but they have nothing to say to me (laughs) the the substance isn't there yeah there's not there's nothing quality wise i think fofo is the is the standout member of the riders on this record um followed very very closely by uh little shank as we've seen but fofo uh one monoxide uh, has said many times that he is a huge fan of gangster music, so probably took this a lot more seriously than everybody else did. So for the hook uh, on "Ride Off Alone," I would give it to Lil Shank. <laughs> it's a fucking great hook. All right, this final track, last ride. Over there. So I didn't hear anything running into this track at all. It's just dink, 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 and it starts. What a track. None of these have, like, there's been, like, one or two of them where I've been like, yeah, I can hear a little bit of last one. Most of them, they start, like, very clean. Kraken? Last ride with the reaper 
in the 45, my last ride in the plane, no parachuting sky. That's why I'm on my way to my funeral service. My last ride, I'm not crying because I know I deserve it. My last ride, put my body in that coffin and drop me. My last ride, I was destined to ride, nothing could stop my me. My last ride, I'm on my way to my funeral service. My last ride, I'm not crying because I know I deserve it. My last ride, put my body in the coffin and drop me. My last ride, I was destined to ride, nothing could stop me. The last time I seen that shell, last ride. What damn. So Shaggy's verse just started up at the uh, end of that, and there's one thing that I want to note in his verse. Oh, I really hope it's the same thing that I took a note for. Sorry. It's it's just him in the background just saying sorry after one of his lines, and I was really amused by it. (laughs) I can't remember why he said it, but he said it. Um, So, last ride, last track of this album. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be Converse's last ride. Oh. Um, after this album and technically the EP that came out at the same time, uh, he was no longer a member of Riders. And, uh, for Sawed Off, this would also be his last ride for seven years. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this is, this is... The stereotypical psychopathic last song. Yeah. Is it big and grandiose? Not really, but it has weight to it. It's kind of earnest. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Kind of. The, the, shaggy. The same, it's kind of The earnest. same phrase I used in, in, in Guilty about being almost sincere. That's the same thing here. Uh, shaggy. Uh, a Mr. Mr. Clip of fullness. Mr. To Dope. Can anybody on Psychopathic Records pronounce the word forensic? Oh, God. <laughs> Can anybody do it? There is no L. It is not forensics. Please. Please. We heard it on this. We heard it on Hiroshima. I think we heard it on another recent CD. It's not forensics. There's no fucking L. Please. Maybe. Please fucking get that right. Maybe. He's no. creating a portmanteau. Of fluorescent and forensics. I actually typed in forensics on uh, to Google what end? Earlier I don't know. And came up uh, with Urban Dictionary, and it was the study of the death of flowers. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that is too much of a stretch. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's straight. Uh, what do you mean it's too much of a stretch? What the fuck are you talking? Too much about? of a stretch. I said what I said dumbass motherfucker anyway they're talking about uh like a hearse ride or in yeah. some cases the the job that you don't come back from i think uh, i think converse is more talking about that one it sounds like he's talking about like you know he- heading out for for that last that last ride he's he's at the end of his two weeks from retirement he's like literally like <laughs> one job from retirement this is it this is the last one this is last case he don't make it back well it's pretty good. Sorry. Yeah. It's this is this is not a bad track to end on. Um compared to I think some of the other ones we had at the end of the, the other two albums. This is a very solid one. So I don't mind it. And that's the album. That is the album. So I pretty much gave my my opinions on this one, uh, when we talked about uh when we were on track twelve. Yeah. I think that this 
overall, overall, the quality of the album is, I think, higher than their prior two. And that's based on how they are lyrically and, and whatnot. However, I can understand if this album flies under people's radars, if they're fans of, of ICP and things like that. Because I don't think that there's as many quote-unquote standout tracks as were on Dumpin' or Riding Dirty. While there are good songs that I like a lot, they don't hit the same level as some of those standout tracks from those earlier two albums. And again, it might be because those first two albums were, again, at the height of popularity for ICP at the time. 04 was where it was starting to, to taper off slightly. Um, it The tracks don't hit as high for me. There are tracks that I fucking love, though. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a different level than what the first two albums did. But, as we've said before, this is Riders. Yeah. There's not much different than what we had. So if you've already liked their first two albums, you're probably going to like this one. If you didn't care for the first two albums, go ahead and skip it, because you're going to get the same thing. I think that these albums would benefit from being half of the length that they are. This would not be something that I'd be mad if they did. You know, obviously these these have been coming out at the gatherings, and, and again, our next episode we'll talk about the, the, the four-track EP that came out at the same time. If they did short EPs that they maybe released, you know, on tours or something like that, or at the gathering, more frequently, I think they'd be easier to digest. For sure. If you took this 13-track album, split it into six and seven tracks, came out with one at the Gathering one year, released the next one on a tour a year or two later, yep, it's keeping it fresh in people's minds. Or if you want to be like, if you want to do the ICP thing, you can like have them both like at the same time, but you're like on different legs of the tour. You're giving out different ones. And then it's like you're doing like a Nintendo thing where it's like you got to collect this Pokemon game to get all of the Pokemon. You got to trade for all the Pokesmans. And then people are like trading their tracks and stuff. I think so ICP would be really great. into that. <laughs> that would make me so goddamn But you know. Or if they did. That if they thought okay, about it, no, they no, would have no, done no, it. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. If they did, like what they did last year with, with Fear, uh, Fearless Fred Fury, okay? You buy that album, and you have a code or whatever which you can redeem to purchase the next album, hmm. which was which was Flip the Rat, which was stupid. You should have just got it for fucking included. I mean, I did whenever I got it at the exchange, because record stores had exclusive bundles. That was their thing on purpose. You know, but that's like kind of how Dumbin was in the first place. Was you know you had to figure out this fucking phone number to figure out how you got uh, Dumbin. But if they did something like that, where it's like, oh, you can buy this album and then you know do this, and that's how you can get the second one if you want to. Whatever makes it more limited and harder to obtain, obviously. But that's just for the people who genuinely really want the stuff. 
or want to make a quick buck to sell it. Yeah. So what do you got as far as favorite tracks on this one? Time to ride. Scramps. Ride off. Shmeev? This might be the very first time where we match <laughs> on every single song. Amazing. We have to write that one down. If anybody can can think of a time where it happened before, please let us know. <laughs> but I don't think it's happened. I'm not but sure yeah, about that. <laughs> those tracks are phenomenal on here. Yeah. Love them. Time to Ride was already a great instrumental, and they, and they did a damn good job with that high-pass open. For sure. Scramps took a great instrumental, worked it the way they needed to, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And Ride Off just is just fucking cool. It's just fucking cool. Yeah. So, that's it. That is Check Your Shit In, Bitch. That's it, man. Let us know what you guys think about this record. Uh, let us know what songs stand out to you. Let us know your thoughts about, you know, if you heard it when it first came out, what you think about it? If you, you think uh, about it compared to the other two albums. If you perhaps wanted to let us know what you think about it, you have many avenues with which to do that. For example, we have a Twitter. That is at Juggalo Judgment. We have an Instagram. There's also Juggalo Judgment. We got us a Facebook. I believe that is Juggalo Judgment. If you want to type out something real long to us, we got an email. JuggaloJudgment at gmail.com. And perhaps, if you don't want both of us to see the thing that you're sending to us, you can hit us up on some individual uh, accounts. Mm-hmm. For example, on, on Twitter, there is... At Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. And at Shmeev. I'm thinking about changing my, my Twitter handle. Yeah? I feel like... I, I've contemplated it for a while just because it's kind of long. That's true, it is. <laughs> um, but nothing else, uh, nothing else really stands out to me. I had this one like since the beginning. So. That's true, or close to the beginning. I think it started as CG Soldier Twenty Six. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, you used to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was um, a big John Cena fan back then. Still am. Um, for sure. However, yeah, you can hit us up on any of those avenues. Um, you can hit us up directly on the DMs of Instagram as well. Whether it's uh, um, Juggle of Judgment one, I've been responding to those frequently. I look at um, them. I also have an, Yeah, I also have my own Instagram, uh, Astrated Juggalo. Um, so if you want to hit us up and, and chat, please do so. I really enjoy uh, talking to people who have, you know, been giving our show a chance. Hell yeah! Uh, and enjoying the ride. I know that um, had a couple people recently um, just found out about our our podcast within the last couple of weeks, and I know the one guy like binged everything. Yeah, in, like <laughs> a week, and I was like, dude, it's fucking you are wild cool as fuck. Um, I know somebody else just got to. I don't remember. I think they were. They're close to to where we're at now. Mm. Um, and somebody else told me that they just got to our pre wraith discussion. Nice. Um, so that was that was really cool. It's, it's really cool that we are still getting people. We we appreciate obviously anybody who's been listening since you know early on. Obviously that that's nothing against the people who you know we're we're not ignoring you. Um, and we always appreciate it. Any our any appreciation is only for the people who have been down. Since Down Carnival since of Carnage. Carnival of Carnage. Nah, nah fuck, fuck that. that. Since what since the what censored is Juggalo Judgment. Since, 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 since I was walking around my apartment at 11 at night and 
texted Shmeev saying, hey, we should do something like Roach Coach. <laughs> <laughs> and Shmeev was like, sure, that would sound kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, sh- shout out to all the new people listening. It's always nice yes. to, to have, have more peeps. Um, I hope everybody's staying safe out there. Shout out to all my peoples in the streets doing what you gotta do. It's important to be safe and all that stuff, especially with paramilitary forces kidnapping people off of the streets and illegally holding them and all that stuff critical support for ms-13 who we really need in this trying time honestly um out on the streets of of seattle right now they would um i i feel like that's that's the the kind of truth and justice that needs upheld our good homies in (laughs) ms-13 It's your fault for reminding me about them. <laughs> On that note, thanks as always for listening to Juggalo Judgment. Uh, we appreciate it. And we'll be back in two weeks. Have it all said and done. You finish your fate. That's why they always hate for something, motherfuckers. But I can't believe when it comes again. Black Hummer H2 on a 42 spins. Scrimping juice bar resting in the console for the way have a good one, everyone. Get off my plate, bitch. My shrimp. I walk with a pimp limp. I'm no simp.